We have a beautiful Rashi Sicha that's going to dissect one Rashi with three explanations, explain to us why they're all necessary, explain to us the, uh, the nuances in the choices of words and proofs that Rashi uses, sort of like the old-fashioned Rashi Sichas that we learned together in the past. Seif Aleph. In Pasik Ovi Hishbiani Lamer, this is Yesuf Atzadik talking to Paroi, convincing Paroi that he has to take his father to Eretz Canaan and bury him there. She says, Ovi Hishbiani Lamer, my father made me promise. Bikivri Asher Karisili, you will bury me in the burial plot, Asher Karisili, which we'll see in a moment what that means. Eretz Canaan, in the land of Canaan, Shama Sikpireni, there you will bury me. So Rashi quotes the words Asher Karisi Li from the Pasik. Pirushim and brings three Pirushim. Aleph Kipshute. First Pirush is in the most literal sense of Hulu which means dug. Asher Karisi Li that I dug for myself. I want you to bury me in my burial plot that I dug for myself. Bez Umedrashai Oid. And there's a second Pirush, which is a Medrish, or Oid Misyashiv al Haloshan, it uh, also fits into the text. Kemoi Asher Kanisi is as if the Pasuk would have said, which I purchased. So Bikivri Asher Kanisi Li means in my burial plot, which I purchased for myself in the land of Canaan. And this, as we'll see uh, uh, in the Sikha, but without even going into it, it flows into the words, in my burial plot, which I purchased for myself. The Oid Medrashe, and there's another Medrash, a third Pirush, Lashen Kri Dagur, that Karisi comes from the word Kri, which means a pile or a mound. Shenatal Yaakov Kalkesef Ezov, Yaakov took all the gold and silver that he amassed in the house of Lavan, the Osa Oisoi Kri, and he piled it up, he made it into a mound, the Omar Le'esav, Toilzeh, and said to Esav, take this entire mound, this entire pile of money, for the spot in the Ma'aras Machpela that Yaakov wanted to be buried in. Now when we get to the, to the continuation of the Sicha, we're going to focus on why we need three different explanations. But before that, the Rebbe is going to explain to us why Rashi lays it out in this specific order. The reason that Rashi lays out these three explanations in this order is move on. is understood very simply. First, he brings the most basic, simple explanation, which I dug for myself. Then he brings a medrish, something that is more further away from the simple meaning, but still it fits into the text of the Pasuk. The Pasuk says, which we would translate according to the second period, which is a drash, which is a little bit more of 
expounding on the actual meaning of the word, but nevertheless it fits into the word, words which I purchased for myself. And then thirdly, a Pirish which is a drash, it's further away from the literal understanding and it isn't, doesn't even fit into the text. Because if you read it according to Pshat, it doesn't seem to fit to say that Asher Karisili comes from the word Kri, which means pile. Think about it. Asher Karisili is being said as a verb. I did something. Kri is a noun. It's a, a, a pile. Asher Karisili, which, I, I, which I, 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 I made a pile for myself. It doesn't really, obviously, uh, as a medrash, it's referring to the pile that Yaakov made. But it doesn't fit into the flow of the words, and therefore it is even further away from pshat, and therefore it comes third. In the brackets that Rebbe suggests that possibly the third pirush is not a third pirush, but it is an explanation of the second pirush, and then certainly it's understood why it comes where it comes. And this is even more understood if we learn it, if we understand that this third pirush of Oid Medrashi is not a third uh, explanation, rather it's a Oid, it's an addition. It is an explanation and an expansion on the second pirush, which did fit into the words. Asher Karisi, Kimoy Asher Karisi, which actually explained that Asher Karisi means as if it would have said, which I bought. The fact that the Torah says the word, I bought, but using the word and not use the more common expression of I bought or I bought, is because we want to specifically use the, the term Kri. Um, because this Hints, this indicates to the fact that Yaakov, uh, the way he purchased this was by doing it in a manner of karisi, that he took all of his gold and silver and he bought this plot. So then certainly this order fits. First you have the pshat, then you have the medrish, and then you have the explanation of the medrish. The medrish is that he bought it. Then you have after that an explanation. How did he buy it? He bought it by making a mound of all of the money that he had. So the seder, the order in which Rashi uh, uh, structures these three or these two explanations is understood. The Rebbe has a series of questions here. First, we're going to have three questions in the Pshat of Rashi, and then another uh, series of questions in the Lushan, in the wording that Rashi uses. Let's take one at a time. Why does Rashi not suffice with the first Pirush, which is the Pirush HaPashat, the simple explanation? Why does Rashi feel the need, the necessity to bring another Pirush, especially since it's, it's, it's only a Medrash? It's only a... a, uh, a another, it's another Pirush that's further away from Shat. 
And if we learn that the Eid Medrash is a third Pirus, that would mean that Rashi does not either suffice with a medrash that at least fits into the text. But Rashi brings a third explanation that is even further from Pshat. What makes it further from Pshat? The fact that it does not fit into the text and Rashi brings a third Pirush. So why does Rashi bring the second Pirush? And then why does Rashi bring a third Pirush? That's question number one. Base question number two. For what is the second Pirush as a Sher Karisi is Kimoya Sher Karisi Medrashi? The second Pirush of Rashi. That a Sher Karisi means that which I bought, which I purchased. Why does Rashi call it Medrashi? That it's not a pirush aposha, it's not a simple, it's not a simple understanding, but it is a drash. We find other psukim that use a word that comes from the same shayrish, from the same source, from the same root as kira, as karisi, and they mean bot. In Parashas Dvarim, in Parashas Dvarim, there's a pasuk, Mayim Tichru, Mayitam Bakesef, you should buy water from them with money. But Rashi is that Mefarish Tichru Lashon Mekach, which Rashi explains that Tichru means from the expression of Mekach, of buying. When Azayich in Heisheya, similarly in the Sefer Heisheya, Va'echreli, Va'chamisha, Asar Kesef, I will buy this with 15 silver pieces. But Rashi Fartaijd, Adas is Lashon Shechera, Rashi explains this is the Lashon of doing business. So we see two psukim in Torah Shevik that use a word from the same shayrish as the word kira, and it means to purchase. So if it, if it could mean purchase over there, why can't it mean it over here and fit into the Pasuk? Nochmer Tmiyah. The question is even stronger. In the two above mentioned places, Baim Tichru and Va'echrali, where Rashi explains that it means literally bought. That means that Rashi uses the term, uh, the explanation bought as the, as the literal, as the simple explanation. Because as we see, that Rashi doesn't call it Madrashi. So obviously Rashi is learning it. Rashi proves over there. How does he know that over there it means to buy? From our Pasuk, Asher Karisili, and in our Pasuk, he calls it Medrashi. So how does that work? First of all, why is Rashi calling it Medrashi? And if he is, how could he teach it in other places, and learn it from here, where here he's calling it Medrashi? Gimel. Third, ex- third question. Even if these psukim do not work for some reason, to prove that karisi means purchasing, doing business. But Rashi, which we haven't quoted yet in the Sikha, but Rashi says, when after he says that karisi comes from the expression of karisi, means like, as if it would say karisi, I bought, Rashi adds, said, when I went to the cities by the sea, I heard that they use for the word mechira, which means to sell, I heard they, they use the word kira. So we see that kira 
is connected to the to the idea of a transaction. So even if the psukim did not work, but we have a proof from Rabbi Kiva's journey to the Krachayam to the cities by the sea, that Kira could be translated a transaction. Is Drash, no Mikra. So it's not a drash, it's the simple meaning. And the Rebbe is going to bring two rayas, two proofs, where we see that Rashi touches a word based on how this word is used in other places, in other languages. And nevertheless, Rashi refers to it in those, in those places as pshutai. If you make a fint is freer, first of all, we find earlier when Yaakov Avinu bought the, a piece of land near Shechem, Bemeyak Sita, Ksita is a kind of currency. It's a coin called a said When I went to the cities by the sea, they would call a ma'a, they would call it Sita. And that's how Rashi knows that Maya Ksita means a means hundred ma'a. And Rashi doesn't call it Madrashi. The very fact that it's called Ksita, that's enough. When Isaiah writes in Parshas Boy and Parshas Vaschanan, similarly in in the future in Parshas Boy and in Parshas Vaschanan, is Rashi Mefarish from word Teitofis. Rashi translates the word Teitofis, which is referring to the four compartments in the Tfilin Shalosh and the Head Tfilin. So Rashi says Tat veKatvi Shtayim. The word Tat in the language spoken in Katvi means two. Tat Pas baAfriki Shtayim, and the word Fat Fas. In the language spoken in Afriki, it also means two, and therefore Tetafis means four. And again, Rashi does not refer to it as Medrashi. That when the fun from the, from this we derive as Ibalt is Dai Chacha Afan Uptaits from Avart and Teira from Alash Nekrachayam. Since there is a proof that a word in Teira is is used in the cities by the sea, other in Katfi or in the play, or different places. Jesus late finished Rashi and Rashi uses that translation to fit in to the way of Pshat. And So why here where also you have a word Kira that is used to mean transaction in Krachayam in the cities by the sea. Why all of a sudden now is it Midrashi? So, so this is basically really two Bays and Gimel are two intertwined questions. The question is, why is Rashi calling the second Taich? That Asher Karisi means that I bought it. Why is Rashi referring to it as Medrashi? Either you have Psukim, Mayim, Tichru, and Vahechreli, Bechamishim, Elsar, Kelsev, that imply that this word Kira means to buy in Psute Shel Mikra. Or if those psukim don't work, you have the, the, the language used, that, the, that kira means, or karisi, means purchase, or, 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 to, or to make a transaction with. And why is that not enough for us in this posik to refer to this translation as medrashay? As psutay, sorry. Why is it not psutay? Why does Rashi call it medrashay? See, Bayes, the Rebbe is going to ask five questions in the Lushan of Rashi, in, in, in the nuances within the wording that Rashi chooses to use. 
We have to also understand the specific nuances in the words of Rashi. Question number one, Rashi seemingly up until here, his intent is to translate the word karisi. Either it means that I dug, or it means that I bought, or it means that I bought by making a pile of money. But he's translating the word karisi. So why in the Dibra Maschil, in the words that he quotes from the Pasik, does he say asher karisi li? Why does he add the word asher and li in the Dibra Maschil? Base question number two. Avanation Pirish brings Rashi Araya Rashi, when he says asher karisi, then it means kipsutoi, I dug. Rashi brings a proof that yichre, that karisi means dug from the Pasik in Parsus Mishpatim by the Dean of Boyer. Of someone who dug a pit in the Shusrabim in the public domain, the Pasik says, ish, if a person will dig a pit. So it's not understood Aleph. Why does Rashi not bring a raya, a proof, from an earlier Pasik where it says that the servants of Yitzchak dug a well? So we see that the word the word the word kira means digging. Base a second part of this question. Farvos is Rashi Maitik Oich dem word Kiyichra Ish. Why does Rashi include the word Ish in his proof? Because Gitnitsu in Asbaras Araya, which seemingly does not add anything to explaining this proof, Mimonavshach. Whatever perspective you come from, it, do, it, it doesn't get answered. If the adds the word ish to indicate which pasuk he's referring to, is it the word ish? The word ish is unnecessary. This is the only pasuk in the entire Chumash where it says kiyichra. So you don't need the word ish. By saying kiyichra, you know which pasuk he's referring to. And if he wants to tell, explain to us that kriya over there means to dig, is it masking the word ish? The word ish itself doesn't suffice. You should have included the word boy. If it said kiyichra boyer, the boyer needs to be dug. So the fact that it says boyer, you know that kiyichra means to dig. But if it just says kiyichra ish without the word boyer, it doesn't add any explanation to the word kiyichra, nor does it help us understand which pasik it is, because there's no pasik kiyichra besides for this one. So the question is, why, why does Rashi use the Pasuk Kiyichra? And why does he add the word Ish? Question Gimel, the third question. Now in Satan, Peter Zog, Rashi, Kamoi Asher Karisi. The Pasuk says, Asher Karisi Li. So Rashi says, it's, it's as if it would say in the Pasuk, Asher Karisi, which I have purchased. The Chayr is, again, we have a question that that regardless which perspective you're coming from, we're left with a question. If Rashi is here to translate the word then all we need is the word Karisi, not Asher Karisi, Karisi, Kemoi Karisi. Karisi is like I bought. And if Rashi is trying to imitate the, the structure of the Pasik, to be consistent with the way the Pasik is structured, where it says Asher and Li, Asher Karisi Li, and the word Li, Asher Karisi Li, then I should have added the word Li. Either take out the word Asher or add the word Li, Asher Karisi Li. So that's the third question. 
Question number one, why the Dibra Maschil says Asher Karisili? Question number two, why does Rashi use the Pasek Yichre? And why does he add the word Ish? Question three, why does Rashi say Kemoy Asher Kanisi and not either Kemoy Kanisi or Kemoy Asher Kanisili? Dalit, question four. If I was bring Rashi Araya as Karisi is Kemoy Asher Kanisi, from them was Omer Rabaki Vekeshalachti Chulu, or Nit from Peferish Epsukim. We mentioned earlier that there's two psukim, that, that the one in Parshas Dvarim and one in Sefer Eshea, where we see that the word the words with the with the with the root kira mean to purchase. Nevertheless, Rashi there brings a raya from the from the fact that the Bakiva, when he went to Krachayam, they refer they referred to Mechira as Kira. So the question is, why does Rashi go straight to a teaching of the sages and not use the psukim as a raya? Can now see if Aleph Kushya base, as was mentioned earlier in Seif Aleph, these two psukim of Mayim Tichru Bakasev and Vaechrali Chamisha Sarkasev, the in the Mershon Pirush, as Rashi does in his first Pirush, where he brings the Pasik Yichra Ish, which is a Pasik, not a Mayim Chazal. So why in the second Pirush does Rashi not use the Psukim and instead use the a teaching of Rabbi Akiva? Sif hey, question hey, I'm sorry. And question five expands on question four. Even if for some reason the psukim themselves don't work as a proof, when the river was Rashi onkum to the raya from the word Chazal, the Rashi has to has to use a raya from the words of Chazal from Rabbi Akiva, who explained that that that, that he knows from the Krachayayam. That mechira is called kira. It's still difficult to understand. Why Rashi has to bring the details? When I went to the cities by the sea, they would call mechira kira. When I zogt in bekitzer, why couldn't Rashi say it much more concisely? That karisi is as if it would say asher karisi. The mechira nikra kira because we know. That mechira is called kira. Kidisa be rajoshana, like the Gemara says in Masech de Rajoshana. Vikayetzebeza, or something similar to that. <clears throat> Without going into the fact that the Makiva traveled to Krachi Ayam, and over there, that's where he heard mechira being called kira. So that's our fifth question. So, question number three is why does Rashi not use the psukim as a raya? Question number, sorry, question number four is why does Rashi not use the psukim as a raya? Question number five is if is even if Rashi does need to use Rebbe Akiva as a raya, why does he have to mention the various different details of how we came to the conclusion that Mechir is called Kira? In Sif Gimel, the Rebbe is going to begin the beer and the Rebbe is going to tell us that Rashi here is not just coming to touch the word Karisi. As we said, then it would say just Karisi in the Dibra Maschil. Rashi has a, a deeper uh, uh, goal here, and that is to explain in general why the Psukim, why the Pasik has to say the words Asher Karisi to begin with. It could have just said Bikivri in my burial plot. Bikivri Asher Beretz Kinan. I have a burial plot in Eretz Kinan. Shamasik Barini, that's where I want to be buried. The fact that it says Asher Karisi Li means that, that, that Yosef was, Yaakov was telling Yosef, and Yosef was telling Paroi, a deeper connection that Yaakov has to this burial plot, which is why Paroi must be convinced that Yaakov must be buried in the land of Canaan. 
that is, and, and, and these three explanations, these two or three explanations in Rashi, are, 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 are explanations, not just of the word karisi, but why or how we see the deep connection that Yaakov has to, these, to, to this burial plot, which, which is why it's so necessary for him to go to Ertisro. Their beer b'chazeh. Rashi is also not not from the fathers and the word karisi. Rashi is not here just to translate the word karisi. Rashi is coming to answer why, to begin with, is it necessary to have these words. It should have sufficed for the Pasik to say, in my burial plot, that is in the land of Canaan, there I should be buried. In my cave, by saying, in my burial plot, already explains the fact that Yaakov wants to be buried there. It's my, it's, it's my burial plot. And therefore, I want to be buried there. And therefore, from the fact that the Pasuk says extra words, Asher Karisili, we must conclude, as Asher Karisili, but by adding these words, Yosef is intending to speak something unique about the connection between this burial plot to Yaakov. Which is, which is why it is very important to him. Which is why he commanded Yosef, this is where I want to be buried. Both Yaakov and Yosef knew that Pari wants Yaakov to be buried in Mitzrayim. As we as she brings in, in, in the beginning of the parsha, that, that they knew, Pari knew that Yaakov brought bracha to Mitzrayim, and therefore he wanted him to be buried there. Which is why Yaakov did not rely on Yosef's word, I will do as you requested. And he instead, he administered an oath to Yosef. That with this fact that he made an oath, with this he will be able to convince Pare, as Rashi brings, that he told Pare that if you make me renege on my promise to my father, then I will also renege on my promise to you, when I promised you that I will never tell anyone that you don't know the 71st language, the language of Lashon HaKadosh. So the promise wasn't just something that Yaakov did, Yosef did, it was actually, it wasn't just to make it stronger, it's actually a tool with which to convince Pari that he must let him go to Eretz Kinnan. Which is why Yosef says to Pari, my father made me promise. To convey to Pari how important this was to Yaakov, is move on, so therefore, Yosef also says the reason Asher Karisili was only scabbled and eich by Parim, which would also be acceptable to Parim. Farvasi zimazoy negeya as is on Kinan. Yaakov is telling Yosef the reason why this place or how you see that this place is so important to him, so that way he can convey this to Parim, and Parim will be convinced that Yaakov must be buried in in, in, in Eretz Kinan. So this is the nekuda. This is the 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 the, uh, the the answer to all the questions, or the, at least the nutshell of it. That Asher Karisi Li Rashi is here to explain to us what is this unique connection that Yaakov has with this burial plot, with uh, with, with, with which Yosef is going to convince Parai that he must go to Eretz Canaan and bury his father there.
One of them brings Rashi the Mishnah Pirus Kipshutei. Therefore, Rashi brings the first Pirus Kipshutei. The, the literal. As a Kirisi meant Kigraben, that it means dug. When we bowed, it says, "Akiva v'asera lelo zepatriach kevani meizgraben." Since this is a burial plot that Yaakov himself worked so hard to open up, to dig up. Is verstandik as asad paim achshivus as asad paim gehat achshivus miuchedus. So with this, it makes it it makes it understood that this clearly was very important to him. Their meat is moving. Favaz Rashi bring tiraya davki from pasuk yichra. And with this, it will also explain why Rashi uses the pasuk yichra. Un is dor eich matik dem vart ish, and includes the word ish. From dem vart, from dem was the pasuk is dor meis of the vart ish. Since in that pasuk, the pasuk says ish. Un zok nistam oiky yichra boy. And doesn't say, or he will dig a pit. Keep in mind that the pasuk starts kiyiftach ish boir, oy kiyichre ish boir. The, the fact that the pasuk says the word ish again. By the way, unrelated to this, to this Rashi over there in Mishpatim, the fact that the pasuk uses the word ish by talking and talking about digging a, a a pit is mashma. From this, it's understood as kiyichre is a zach was a mensch leg derin arayin speciala tircha vishtados from a ish ervaxen mention. It, 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 it tell, lets us know, it, it, it implies to us that kiyichre is a term that refers to an extra effort in the digging, something that requires a man, an adult, for it. In the Ara, the Rebbe brings two, refers to two Rashis. One is, Mi Samcha Ish, who made you into an Ish? This is the, in the Mitzrayim talking to Moshe Rabbeinu. So Rashi says, You're still a child. Or, uh, in 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 Noach uh, it says Isha Adama, man of the earth, and Rashi says Adonai Adama, the master of the earth. The word Ish refers to somebody that is older, and refers to somebody that is that 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 is in control, that is a master. So the fact that the pasuk over here uses the word Ish is telling us that it's a very a difficult digging, a kind of digging that necessitates an Ish. Is there fun moving eich benitn didan? So now that we established that over there the word kiyichre means di- means a difficult digging, and we know that from the fact that it has the word ish, so we can now apply that to our case as a yester karisi is given for bunten with the tircham yuchedus on Yaakov. When as Yaakov says asher karisi, it was it it, it, it uh, necessitated an extra effort, extra toil on the part of Yaakov. This highlights a feeling of great importance. So therefore, Rashi uses the Pasuk to emphasize that this was something that was very important to Yaakov, that he put a lot of work into it. So this answers two questions. Question number one, why Rashi says in the Dibra Maschil, Asher Karisi Li, because that's what's bothering Rashi, why the Pasuk includes all these three words. And it also answers our second question, why Dasha uses the Pasuk Kiyichra, and why he adds the word Ish, because specifically Kiyichra means that it was a difficult digging, which emphasizes the point that this was something very special to Yaakov Avinu. Now we're going to explain why Rashi brings a second pirush. And the reason why Rashi brings a second pirush is because this pirush has a number of questions on it. Sivdalat. This question, ha- this explanation that, that, that Karisi means I dug has a couple of difficulties. 
in the in the concept. Ma'aras Machpelah is in Eretz Yisrael. The Ma'aras Machpelah, as we know, is in the city of Hebron, which is in Eretz Yisrael. When Yaakov is the last Zibitz in Yarfon, eleven given in Mitzrayim. Yaakov spent the last seventeen years of his life in Mitzrayim. But the Fizah had Yaakov dem kever gegraben mit Iber Zibitz in Yarfriy or Farzayim Petirah, which would mean that Yaakov dug this grave more than seventeen years ago, more than seventeen years before he passed away. Azach was leitzich netafen seichel, which is not so so understandable. Why would Yaakov wake up one day? Uh, when he's so young, relatively speaking, Yitzchak passed away at 180, Yaakov passed away at 175, Asar Avram passed away at 175, Yaakov wasn't even 130 years old before he went to Mitzrayim. So why would he uh, go all of a sudden and and start digging a caver? Base of us, Karisi. Yaakov Alein, why I dug? Why did Yaakov dig? Why couldn't Yaakov ask someone to dig for him, hire someone to dig for him? This question might be answered by the fact that the word karisi, I dug, doesn't have to mean literally I did it. It could mean I had it done through my people. But still, alpipastus, karisi means I dug. Why would Yaakov be digging his own grave? Another question this time is not in the concept, but in the, in the text. Late them, Pirushas, the word li ibrik. The passage says, Asher karisi li. If Asher karisi means I dug, then the word li is superfluous. As the Ken Stein Asher karisi could have said that I dug it. And it would be self understood that it was for me. Who else would Yaakov be digging? Bikivri. He says, In my burial plot, Asher karisi that I dug, of course it was for me. So because of these questions, both in the idea that Yaakov would dig his own grave so early on, and two, that the Pasek has the word li that seems to be superfluous, that even bring Rashi at Svetan Pirush, therefore Rashi brings a second Pirush. And there's, it's, it's, this paragraph is a little wordy, so work with me through it, and um, in Sifhei, the Rebbe is going to explain the second Pirush. This is the quote from the Rashi. Was there Pirush? So first of all, Rashi says, Medrashoi. This is a medrash, it's not pshat. As we will explain in the Sikha, why not? Nevertheless, it does fit into the text of the Pasuk. Both the translation of the word karisi and the necessity of the word li will both fit according to this second pshat of Rashi. The fact that Rashi calls it Medrashi, if it fits into the Pasik, if it fits into the flow of the of the words, why is it called Medrashi? Is Nitmitsadam Lashanakasov. Medrashi Rashi refers is not to the text, which as we said in a moment Rashi says, Mesyashvaloshan, the text works, nor mitzatoichnoikidilakamon, but the meaning of the of the of the way we understand. This pshat, you, as we will see in the sicha, it, it doesn't fit uh, according to pshat. And therefore Rashi says, Umedrashay, which if you remember, this was one of the questions. Why does Rashi call it Medrashay? So we will get to that. Most importantly, this, this second pshat will emphasize how important this kaver, this burial plot was for Yaakov. What is, the, what is Rashi saying? As Karnisi, Nit Yorashti, 
As, as Karnisi, sorry. That Karnisi means I purchased it. Not that I inherited it automatically. Or I received it as an inheritance from my ancestors. Nor I paid for it. We declared freer as has been said earlier on in Chumash. When Yaakov, when Avram purchased the Moras Machpelah from Ephraim Achiti, Yaakov, similarly, when Yaakov bought the piece of land by near Shechem, he says, it was with uh, top dollar, either that it was money that was, uh, 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 it was, it was, it was a lot of money, it was good coins, coins that are accepted everywhere, or the Lashon Churfan, the Lashon Rashi uses, by by uh, by when Yaakov bought the land next to Shechem, Churfan means charifim bechal mokim that they are acceptable coins that are used everywhere, implying that they both Avram and Yaakov paid a lot of money and they used good coins, which means they invested a lot into the purchase. Also here, when Yaakov buys the, the, the this plot from Esav, I guess when Yaakov buys it, he pays top dollar, implying how important it is for, to him. And in Sifei, the Rebbe is going to explain how we get to this, the, this meaning of Kanisi, and why it's called Medrashai, and how it fits into the words of the Pasuk. So first we have to understand the Raya, the proof that Rashi brings. That Asher Kanisi means Asher Kanisi. Rashi's proof is from Nabakiva when he went to the uh, uh, cities by the sea. How you in the Mechira Kira? They used to call me the word Mechira Kira. The Lechira is an eye Seemingly, this is a proof that negates the Rashi's point. Rashi will not touch Karisi Karisi Kaifin. Rashi wants to say that Karisi means I bought it. When Nabakiva is going to ask Kira, make Mechira Far Kaifin, and Nabakiva is saying that Kira means to sell. So what's Rashi bringing Nabakiva for? They're bigger in them, but the answer is from the Maimer of Akiva, so you can't Mechira Kira, meant Rashi to bring in Aichacha as Karisi meant Nitla Kachti, Nemen Stam, nor Achilu from Shinirishus. Rashi here is not translating the word Kira to mean Mechira, to mean buying, to mean selling. Rashi is here to prove that the word Kira doesn't mean to take, to take for nothing. But it means a transactional exchange, a chiluf, an exchange. When shinirishus, a change of ownership from the geld from the keach, from the money that it was in the possession of the buyer. When the karka kever from moicher and the the earth of the plot that was in the hands of the seller, other lehepech or vice versa, they're, they're, it's being exchanged. I'm buying something from you. I'm giving you money. You're giving me something in exchange. When that happens, we use the word kira. We can use the word kira. Kira means a transactional exchange. That's the diet from Rebakiv. Underfar. Can karisi mean in sai karisi and sai makharti? In that case, karisi could mean either I bought it or I sold it. When there is an exchange of money and, 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 and something that's being bought for that money or sold, for that money, I can use the word kira. So when it says asher karisi, asher karisi could mean either I bought it or I sold it. And if that's the case, we now understand why the Pasik adds the word li. 
Because since the word Karisi doesn't mean necessarily I bought it, it means the the the, the ownership was exchanged. After Pasik Mesiv Zain, as their Karisi, them Kaver is given Li. So therefore the Pasik has to say that in this case Karisi means for me. That says Karisi, which means I bought it. If I sold it, it was for the other person. If I bought it, it's for me. So the, the, the word li is telling us how to contextualize karisi, that karisi means I bought it. So this gives us a new understanding. Uh, um, in, in the next paragraph, we're going to say that this is why Rashi brings Rebakiva uh, as the Raya and not the Psukim. But before that, in the brackets, the Rebbe is going to answer question Gimel. Question Gimel was, why does Rashi say Asher Karnisi and not Asher, not Asher Karnisi Li? Either he should say Karnisi or Asher Karnisi Li. Mashenkin in Pirish Rashi, Vaser Banutzlich mit Noshen Karnisi, is Iberik to Tzuleg in the word Li. But now it's understood that Rashi, who translates Karnisi into Karnisi, now the word Li is totally superfluous in Rashi. In the Pasuk where it says Karisi, in order for me to know what Karisi means, I needed to say Karisi Li. But in Rashi, where Rashi is not using the word Karisi, he's using the word Karnisi, I bought, the word Li, the word li is, is extra. So Rashi is trying to stay consistent with the structure of the Pasuk, which is why he adds the word Asher, Asher Karnisi. But Rashi has, has no reason to say Li, because once you say Karnisi, you already know, you already know for whom it is. And therefore Rashi doesn't say the word Li. So that was the answer to question Gimel. Question Dalit was why Rashi uses, why Rashi does not use the Psukim as a Raya. Now that we understand that Rashi is, is, is using Rabbi Akiva. Because Rabbi Akiva is telling us that Kira means a transaction. And Karisi Li means that I bought it and the word li helps me understand what karisi means. Now I understand why I can't use the psukim. Because from those psukim, they would have it would have been a contradictory proof. Since the pasuk adds the word with money, or with fifteen silver pieces, is mashmas this means that the word kriya could be understood to take without paying for it. In other words, um, Rashi is bringing Rabbi Kida to teach us that kriya does not mean to take. That it means to, 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 to exchange money for something. So now, if you look at these other psukim, if it would say, it could, it could have just said, By saying, that means that there could be a tichru without kesef. That means a tichru could mean to take without paying. Then that would be an opposite proof. The whole proof that Rashi is trying to bring is that tichru means to, to, is to, is to have to pay for it. To have to uh, make an exchange of money for something. Those tzukim make the opposite point. By adding the word bakesef, it implies that there could be a tichru without kesef. Which means that tichru by itself would mean to take. Rashi wants to specifically make the opposite point. That tichru means to exchange. And therefore Rashi cannot use those psukim. And therefore Rashi uses the, 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 the teaching of Rabbi Kiva. That mechira means kira. What has not yet been answered is question. Hey, 
which is, even if you're going to use Rebbe Akiva, why bring up the Krach Ayam? Why do we have to know where Rebbe Akiva discovered this? And that's going to be answered in question above by saying that we still have, have we, we still might ask a question on this period of Rashi. If Rashi didn't tell us anything about the Krachi Ayam, Rashi just said that Asher Karisi Li means Asher Karnisi, that I made an exchange and I, 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 and I paid money and I bought this, this, this lot, this plot. The fees of life to be sure we still have a question. The cash are now the same question that we asked in the beginning of Sif Gimel. Why is it necessary to tell us that this is the caver that I bought, that it's mine through buying it? What kind of importance is lies? In this caver, from the fact that I bought it, that this will convince Paroi that he should allow Yaakov to bury to Yaakov, to allow Yosef to bury Yaakov there. And to rely that the previous two purchases of the Ovis, the Mioritz Machpelah by Avram and the 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 Hasoda near Shechem that Yaakov bought were bought for huge sums. And from this party will deduce that also this purchase was for a lot of money, and therefore the amount. Will will give the message to Pari that this is important to Yaakov. Is that Deichagadol is very difficult to say. The Pari will know what the previous Avos did or the previous purchases were, and therefore he'll figure out that this was an important purchase. All we know here is Asher Karisili. I paid for it by, by 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 buying it. How does that convey to Pari the importance of this purchase? Question base. Another question that we have on this pirush. If Rashi doesn't bring in the Krachiyayam. Why does why does the Pasik use the term Kira? Which means an exchange of ownership. And because of that, the Pasik has to add the word li. So the Pasik could have written a very clear expression, Konisi, and other expressions, I purchased it. And there'd be no need to add li. If Karisi simply means I purchased, then why not say Karisi? Does not rely on just bringing the general meaning. As Mechira, the Dangaruf and Kira, the Mechira could be called Kira, nor Echas Bekrachea Yama, you can't Mechira Kira. Rather, Rashi brings the fact that it was referred to this in the Krachea Yam in the cities by the sea. Krachim Zainan Grace and Mischestet. Krachim means means big cities where, where, where a lot of business, a lot of commerce is done. Especially if it's on the, on, on the, on the sea, it's, it, it's, it's, it's the cities of import-export, where things are brought from other places. So a lot of business is done there. Where business and commerce is, is done in a big city level. Big city style. And this is what the Pasuk means when it says, not just I bought. Yeah, Yasef wanted to convey the great importance of this caver 
by Yaakov. As a Zichmistal, given as a Kinyas on Zion and Nathan from Kurisi, that he made the effort that this purchase should be on a level of Kurisi, a starker Kinyan, that it should be a very firm, strong uh, a transaction, via Krachiyayam, as it's done in the cities of business. So, now, by Rashi saying Krachiyayam, Rashi is indicating to us that it wasn't just a, it wasn't just a purchase; it was a very firm, strong purchase. And this answers the question: Why Rashi has to mention Krachiyayam? Because it's giving us a much deeper understanding into what type of purchase it was, which which that way answers the question better. Why is this? How do we know that this kaver is so important to Yaakov? Now we answer why Rashi calls him a drashay. Which means to say, in the words, Asher Karisili, it fits in beautifully. Asher Karisili, which I purchased for myself. And it has to say Li, because Karisi could have meant I sold. So therefore by saying Li, I know that it means purchased. But nevertheless, Rashi still refers to it as Medrashi. This idea that when it's a, a purchase, uh, 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 that the kind that's done in Krache Ayam in the cities by the by, in the cities by the sea is called Kira, which which uh, represents a more uh, uh, important transaction. And with that, that Yosef was trying to convince Pari the necessity of burying Yosef in Eretz Yisrael. That is not is not necessary. Is not uh, 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 compelling according to Pesutah Shomikra. Therefore, as he calls him a drasha. The fact that he bought it, that, that could have been Pesutah Mikra, which is why Tichlu and Va'echre is Pesutah Mikra, because, because to say that Karisi means I bought, that works according to Pesutah Mikra. But in this case, Rashi is telling us something more than that. Rashi is telling us that there was a Kenyan Chashuv, uh, similar to what's done in Krache Ayam. That already is not Pshat, and therefore Rashi calls it Madrasha. So this answers, uh, answer our, 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 the other two, the last two questions, Dalad and Hay, of Seif Bey's why does Rashi not use the Psukim? Because over there, Tichru and the Echra, uh, we don't know for sure that it means to purchase. Uh, uh, the, the word Kira itself means to buy. Because over there, the Psukim added the word Bakesef. And why does uh, and, and why does Rashi elaborate? I mentioned in Krachayayam to emphasize that this was a Kinyan Chashuv. This was a very a major transaction, which emphasizes the the, the Chashivus. The importance of this caver, but we have to uh, uh, we have to still answer is why Rashi brings another pirush on top of this. Why Rashi brings a third explanation or the expansion of the second explanation, depending on how you learn it, and that's going to explain going to be explained in Siv Zayin that the pirush is Abishvermi This pirush still leaves us with a question. The fact that Yaakov bought this, even though it was a, this was an important transaction, a major transaction, still does not express the the the, the, the great effort that Yaakov invested to receive this caver. Therefore, we don't see the importance of it. Anything that's important, you buy it with a major transaction. So why does this 
why the, why does this emphasize the fact that Yaakov bought it, even with a kinyu chashuv? Why? How does this emphasize the importance of the kever? The Therefore, Rashi adds to this uh, another aspect of the medrash that karisi comes from the word kri, which means a mound or a pile. Should not Yaakov Yaakov took all the gold and silver that he amassed in the house of Lavan, and he with that he bought this plot. As the dust was the the pasuk roofed on them, kinyan with nomen karisi, is nit nor to undite in the vashtarkin kinyan canal. That the word karisi is not just to indicate a major transaction. That the mitzvah the teder meram is the teder is hinting as Yaakov would find them kever avegi gave and ganze kesev zav shevi. Yaakov gave away all of his gold and silver. But that's why that vifol does his chavav Yaakov by Yaakov, and this shows how precious this was to Yaakov. Yaakov spent all of his money, everything that he amassed. Everything that he that, that he made, working for Lavan, he took all of it and he spent it on this caver. Pari realizes how much Yaakov invested in this. Even Yaakov, Pari would agree, that he should be buried over there. So that's why Rashi has to add this word, the, the, the third pirush, to be able to explain um, how important this is to Yaakov Avinu that he spent all of his money on it. Of course, you can't just say this because this whole Lashon Kri is based on the fact that Asher Karisi means a purchase. So therefore you have to have um, um, both of these Pirushim. The Pirushim that were blazed are in from Medrashay. Um, however, this is only Medrashay. When Nachmas is a field of Nitzvah it doesn't even fit into the text of the Pasuk. As even the Pirushim Asher Karisi, like the previous explanation, that we, we fit it into the words. But to Zagan as Karisi is Lashon Kri is in Gansan and from Drash. Because the idea that karisi means a pile, this is totally a drash. Uh, the way the Pasuk, Asher Karisi, which I, Karisi for myself, this does not uh, 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 translate as which I made a pile for myself. And therefore, it is totally a drash. And therefore, Rashi says, Umadrashai doesn't even fit into the words. Both of these pirushim, both that it means that I purchased, or the ones that it means that I made a pile and spent all my money, is medrashay, since both of them at the end of the day are not pshat. They are medrashay. The ribir is the pirush tradition. Therefore, Rashi brings the, uh, the first one first, because that is the primary one, that it means that Yaakov dug it. Because that pirush is the most simple pshat. First of all, in, in, in the translation, the simple meaning of a shakarisi means that I dug. Also in the in the in, in the context of the pasuk that it means that I dug this displays how precious and how important this was to Yaakov and he was so uh, um, he was so uh, he put in so much effort into this that he himself went and he dug it li to leave them tzvek even though we asked earlier why does it say li but here the Rebbe sort of answers that question that that or trying to emphasize. The, the how important this is, is that Yaakov went and dug this caver for this very purpose, so he should be able to be buried there, which this, is, which this uh, 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 um, expresses the importance that this had to Yaakov, and therefore the first pirush is the one that it fits most with the pshat, sai with the meaning of digging, sai with the context that we're trying to explain how important this was to Yaakov. And with this we completed Chelek Tesvav, of Lukut Asichis, Tabis as a Helfin, 
just David has given us, assisted us to get to this point to finish this entire krach. So may he help us to complete many more krach and many more volumes, many, many more volumes. mamish to be able to hear Teir Chadasha from the Rebbe himself and to continue learning with the Rebbe and from the Rebbe. Begashmi skipshutei mamish.